0: I think I have really kind of painted myself fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it into yeah. a corner where, um, why would any kind of healthcare organization want to hire me knowing that it comes with the risk of me talking about any kind of airing, airing their dirty laundry
1: yeah. maybe later yeah. at another
0: point. <laughs> right.
2: Hey nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm
1: Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens.
2: We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome
1: to the Nurse Boss Shift. It's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones. And I'm Crystal Parker. And we are here today with a very, very special guest. We say this every week, but for real, every nurse that comes on is special. Um, we have what? nurse Erica, who we have been trying to get on to the ship for a long time. Erica, thank you so much for taking the
0: time and blessing us with your presence. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I know we've been trying to do this for a minute, and I'm so glad we could finally find time to do this.
1: All right. So Erica, welcome, welcome, welcome. And can you just give us a little introduction of who you are? And that'll kind of speak to why we're so excited to have you here.
0: And what do you do? (laughs) Okay. So I'm a registered nurse. I started in nursing right after high school, started as a CNA, eventually became an RN. Um, I've done all things in the pediatric world. That's a lot of my background. Uh, Then I eventually transitioned into leadership, which for those that know me know that that's the least likely thing in the world I would ever do. But I did and uh, got to see a lot of the corruption that takes place behind the curtain, you know, Mm. and I've always been a vocal person, right? Uh, Yeah. What you see is what I've always been my entire career. I've always called out the corruption. I just do it on a bigger Mm -hmm. scale now. So in the early part of COVID, I was just on TikTok watching like everybody else, kind of spying on my kids, what they're doing, and made a video about uh, nursing leadership. And it, it really took off. Uh, you know, there's some nurse advocates out there now that talk about advocacy. There's almost none that are currently in leadership that talk about it. Right. So okay. I, I have a very specific niche, I guess, you know, um, because it, it doesn't come without ramifications. Right. Wow. Um, retaliation is very alive and, and well in the nursing profession. Yeah. And so people don't feel comfortable talking about a lot of the things that I talk about. And yeah. so it's, it's just kind of grown over the last three years. I started on TikTok eventually, went to most of the other social media platforms and I do a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, advocacy as far as legislation that supports nurses and unions. Mm-hmm. And then I help individual nurses. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, and I, so I met you uh, like in person at the, uh, nurse creator Con in yes. Austin, Texas, and I had already been following you um, on TikTok. And also, I know you were like posting a lot on Instagram at that time, but you were really heavy in TikTok. And I, I thought it was pretty courageous to be willing. I, I, when I think about it, because, you know, as me, you know, have, being that I have worked in leadership, I never talked about it, but I wasn't as social as I am right now. But I don't even know if I still would have because of the fear of retaliation and um, I, how do you navigate that, or are you just at just this wonderful organization that is not mine? I know you don't probably
0: create content at work, but like even still, like how, yeah, how does that set? Uh, you know, so it it definitely has come with a price. I have paid the price uh, for mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. on social media before. Uh, I currently yeah. work in hospice and I'm in a mm-hmm. director role position. And I work with Mm -hmm. pediatric and adult hospice. And without sounding obnoxious, I'm very good at what I do.
2: Mm -hmm. And I'm very good at
0: marketing. And so I know how to generate revenue. And I think part of that was me just uh, being smart from a business standpoint and making sure Mm -hmm. that I am an asset in a way to protect myself, Mm -hmm. perhaps. And I never, ever discuss my employer. Ever. Yeah, ever. for sure. Of course, I never make any content at work. No one knows where I work. I, I really safeguard that. Uh, but yeah, it, it is um, concerning because I am acutely aware of the fact that if something were to happen to my job now, would I be rehirable knowing mm-hmm. what I do? I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think I have really kind of painted myself fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it into yeah. a corner where, um, why would any kind of healthcare organization want to hire me knowing that it comes with the risk of me talking about any kind of airing, airing their dirty laundry, yeah. maybe later yeah. at another point. <laughs> right. Right. Which I, again, I really don't ever, ever speak yeah. about my employees, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can see why they would. Have pause. <laughs> right. Right.
1: I'm just wondering when it comes to, st- was it just because you, you just created this video, you got a lot of response and I know you, I'm sure you do. Cause when I go that route and I start talking about, Oh my gosh, people have so many stories. So was it that, that led you to continue to do it? Or did you just feel like, you know what, this needs to get out of here and was it your intention long-term to like, I know I'm going to be able to use this platform to
0: make change in the nursing community? No, this was never my plan. (laughs) I am the least likely person in the world to have a following on social media. You know, um, people that know me still think it's hilarious. Like, it's so ridiculous that I am in this position. It was never my plan. It was just that I started talking about things that I've always talked about. And I don't know if it was a combination of it being early in covid and just the status of the nursing profession. But I mean, there was like a voracious kind of response, like hunger for this information. Uh, And I think part of it is so that nurses know that it's not them because, you know, the gaslighting in nursing is very real, right? And we second guess ourselves. Is it me? Do I deserve this? So just a lot of validation that it wasn't them most of the time. And tools that they could use to fight back and to protect themselves. And then kind of in combination with, uh, you know, this is what actually happens behind the scenes, behind the curtain in healthcare. Like you, we kind of suspected, you sort of know maybe, but not all of it as a staff nurse, but no, this is what happens behind the curtain.
2: I can tell you firsthand, you know? Mm. So it really just resonated with people. For someone who hasn't seen your content content yet, what is one of, maybe an example of one of the most egregious or shocking things that you, um, that's behind the curtain that a healthcare organization that you've noticed or have seen? Uh, You know, a
0: really common one is that a nurse starts to become a little bit vocal. So maybe they are the one on the unit that is the squeaky wheel that is saying, Mm -hmm. oh, no, we can't do that kind of staffing. This isn't safe. Or maybe they are the one that is filling out the assignment despite objection and encouraging their coworkers to fill it out, that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. There will quite literally be meetings for the sole purpose to strategize how to get rid of that employee, how to create the paper trail so that on paper, When you look at it, it looks like they're a terrible employee. They've done this. They they were late one minute clocking in, and now we have you know a performance improvement plan or a suspension, whatever. They are laying the groundwork to get rid of them, and they actually
2: strategize these things. That's awful. Wow. It is. And how long have you um, did you work in that capacity in leadership? Oh, gosh. It's been since, I don't know,
0: 2017, maybe?
2: 16, somewhere around there. Did it ever deter you? At what point were you deterred from even being in leadership or did it empower you even more so to make change?
0: Uh, A little bit of both. So when I was hired, when I was offered my first manager, nurse manager position over a pediatric unit, they had given me a deadline to accept or decline the position. And it was like noon on a Thursday. And I literally came down to about 1145, (laughs) not knowing if I was going to accept it. And one of uh, the reasons that really held me back is I knew that I would have to relinquish uh, being part of the union, you know, because management cannot be part of the union. And so that, that was a big deterrent to me, not having that union protection, Uh, But I had a lot of encouragement from coworkers, you know, because I was the one always and forever that was the squeaky wheel sticking up for all of us and what was safe. And so with that encouragement, I kind of took a leap of faith, not knowing what would (laughs) inevitably happen. uh, And I went with it and, you know, and I, I my hope was always to affect some change and to help nurses, defend nurses. But, you know, that is not something that is appreciated from administration.
2: Absolutely. And then what are some of the, um, because I know you can, you said that you, of course, had to deal with retaliation and things like that. Um, so, oh, I'm just thinking of, of what types of things that Would be done. Like, were you ever fired directly as a cause of your content? Yes, once. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Um, and I'm sure that would just ignite the flame even more to (laughs) to make change and right to spread this word um, about how these companies do this because it just seems unimaginable, really. Yeah, you know it's it's hurtful.
0: It's very rare, first of all, to find a nurse that hasn't been fired,
2: and this
0: is something that I think still holds a lot of stigma and that nurses don't really talk about, right? Because it's embarrassing. Who wants to say that they've been fired or terminated? You know, because the automatic assumption is you've done something wrong or you're a bad nurse, right? Just like if you've been reported to the state board of nursing, even if nothing was found against you, right? No one ever talks about these things and we really should because uh, it's very common, unfortunately, because of retaliation in nursing that most nurses have been fired some multiple times and, and I'm no exception. So yes, I have paid the price as a staff nurse for being vocal and I have paid the price in leadership uh, since I've been on social media as well. Yeah. And it, it does kind of just validate in a way Everything that I know. Okay, well, here we go. Yet another example of corruption of trying to uh, quiet people that are just trying to do the right thing, you know. But on the other hand, it's it's embarrassing. Like no one's proud of that. No one likes that, you know. It it stings, right? It stings. But
2: I also use it as motivation to keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so how did you turn all of that and all of what you've experienced and witnessed into, did you, so you were on social media, you started gaining a following, how did that translate then into a business or?
0: It was, it was very organic and gradual. Again, I never had a plan (laughs) ever. So it started with nurses reaching out to me, individual nurses that were dealing with something at work. Reaching out to me, how do I deal with this? And so, for a very long time, I would just meet with nurses over Zoom, just for Mm. free. I would just sort of donate my time. And eventually, that became very, extremely time-consuming and overwhelming. And I had someone close to me tell me, like, "Look, you're you're working for free, and you have over 20 years of valuable experience behind you. Why are you not being compensated for this?" So I started charging, you know, I tried to keep everything really low and reasonable. um, But I did start doing that. And then it was, well, can you help me prepare for my my nursing interview? And can you look at my resume? And well, yeah, as someone that's been a hiring manager for years, I'm quite literally an expert. I know exactly Mm -hmm. what they're looking for in nursing interviews and in nursing uh, resumes and that sort of thing. So I started offering that. And then it, it was, you know, how do I unionize my hospital? Okay, well, I guess here's another thing I happen to be an expert at. Let me help you with that. So I just right. started sort of organically offering these consults over Zoom. And there's a huge need for that. I, I can't even make time for everyone that wants to meet with me. I try to really prioritize. Uh, so that was just very organic. Wow. I I really
1: do love that because essentially what you did was you listened to the market and, and even though your initial, you didn't think about like the money piece to it, you were really doing it for, you know, just being able to help and that's still what you're doing it for. But of course now you're compensated for it, but you are listening to what the market needs from you. Right. And how you can actually deliver value and not just some I learned something and then they're I'm paying, I'm charging them to, to teach them what I learned, but it's like this is what I do. This is it's just a part of who I am. This is this yeah. is my career, my profession. And, I, and I'm in a, who's best positioned than me to do this?
0: Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, that's that's one thing that I think sets me apart is you will see other people that say, you know, okay, here's a resume template. Here's how you ace your interview. But are they in hiring manager positions? Have they ever actually mm-hmm. done this? The vast majority have not. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just looking at it from a staff nurse position. And what a, what a manager looks at and what a staff nurse manager looks at are two completely different things.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and then you have, you know, people out there saying, well, this is how you, you know, start a union. This is how you that have never even been part of the mm-hmm. union. Mm-hmm. you know, or that I've been a nurse five minutes. Like everything that I do and I talk about, I have done. I have yeah. lived the good, the bad and the ugly. And I have mm-hmm. years of experience. And I yes. think that's really what sets me apart.
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you on that. And I, and honestly, it's, I truly feel like, especially nurses in leadership, they're still, maybe not steel, but like even up to a year ago, they were kind of looking at it like this little tickety talk thing is not going to, now they have no choice but to see this is really a movement and they can either jump on or they can stay behind. But they got to choose what it's going to be, right? Um, I just feel like they were really diminishing it and as passing it off as something kids do. Absolutely,
0: and, <laughs> and it's the fastest growing social media platform in the yeah. world, and it has been mm-hmm. for quite some time now. Yeah. So you know, but you know, healthcare management and administration tend to uh, always be behind, right? They never are quite with the time. so that's that's no exception.
1: I think they need, and tell me what you think about this, Nurse Erica. I really do feel like hot healthcare organizations need to hire like a social media person. Like there needs to be a position and not just someone to post for them. I'm talking about someone to see what's going on in the market because they are so far behind. And that is essentially why, um, you know, things are changing so quickly nationally. And I don't even think they even It they're just like, what's happening? I even, I'm I'm gonna do a thing on uh, well, I I can tell you, I looked it up for all um, the city of Austin, Texas, the state, the city of Austin in Texas, and how they just got unionized. It's happening everywhere because we are nurses are seeing it, they are not able to be at grassroots because they're not connecting to social, and so that's why they don't know what's going on. That's why they don't know that even if you break it down. Oh yes we want more money and of course we want patient safety but more than anything we want to be respected and they won't even do that <laughs> we want to be treated and appreciated more than anything and they don't even get it
0: absolutely they what what kills me is that so many of them i think the majority of them still suffer under the delusion that we are going to sacrifice everything, our entire well-being, our entire lives for the good of the patient. Because for generations, they have been able to use this empathy manipulation against nurses. And it worked. I mean, that's the reality. Mm -hmm. It worked for generations until (laughs) Mm -hmm. pretty recently. And so you have these administrations and managers that think they can still do that, that think they can still go, well, what about your, you know, call you up on your day off after you've already done two days of overtime that week? What about your colleagues? Don't you care about them? What about mm-hmm. the patients? If you mm-hmm. don't come in, that means we're going to have five patients without, you know, all the manipulation and gaslighting that they, they think that still works. They don't realize that not only have, is the new generation of nurses not like that at all, but- Nurses as a whole have opened their eyes Mm -hmm. and recognized that for what it is, that they are playing Mm -hmm. on our empathy, you know? And we've got to get out of this and realize it is not nurses' responsibility to staff any unit, any organization, anywhere. That's not our job. That is their job and they are failing at it.
1: Yes, Yes. I
0: love that.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> exactly. No. And I I think hopefully, because like I had a, someone send me, a, I mean, I always talk about this. I was, I had someone send me a DM. I'll never forget it. And she's like, she's not a nurse. And she's like, Hey, uh, I'm just wondering, do everyone know that nurses are like trying to stage in a pool and who's going to take care of our, our families? <laughs> And I loved that because she was just like, I'm getting <laughs> concerned here. Like, I'm not a nurse, but like, this concerns me. I'm like, yeah. And the thing is, I'm not trying to get all the nurses. I know we need nurses, but what we're trying to do is get these big organizations to see and listen to what we want so that we can make it a, a good work environment for us so that we can take care of our patients. Like, we're not asking for too much, you know. We just want to enjoy what we do and not feel like we're we have to give our firstborn in order to take care of their patients. Yeah. Because really, they they say they those are your patients. Well, technically, they're your patients. <laughs> I work for you. They're your patients. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's okay. talk about. So you you take you take this platform. You start. You know, everybody's talking to you because I've seen it. You've grown so much. And then you t- you monetize it. Yet you're still adding value. Do you ever get any anyone who says like this isn't a real like a real job or like you can't really make money off of this? Have you had anyone tell you that, or did you ever think it at any point in when you first started?
0: Oh yeah, because it wasn't really a plan of mine. So yeah, I, I never really thought of it as a job. I thought of oh, like a side hustle, you know, um, that I can do. But I, I haven't had people so much criticize me of that. It's kind of the opposite. I I think that I, more than other nurse advocates, are are held to sometimes a different standard or higher standard because of what I do. And so I get criticized if they see that I'm making. I I don't do a lot of brand deals. So when I do, I'm very strategic about it. But Mm. I get a lot of backlash when I do that. I'm basically being told that I'm selling out. And I don't think that people realize that I you know, I I still work, right, a regular job. And I do this. And this is often much more time consuming than my regular job. I sacrifice days off, I sacrifice sleep, just answering DMs and emails and creating content to get information out there to help the nursing profession. So you know, God forbid, I get a brand deal or something and
2: a little bit of money, you know, people lose their mind. It's That's, like the nursing thing over again. Like you're just supposed to be, again, the sacrificial yes, lamb.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Save the yeah. P- Position of servitude. No. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> how dare yeah. you just help us and give us all the free value and spend all of your time doing the research? Yeah. People don't want to talk. They see a 15-second bite. Sometimes that ha- can take you hours of research to give them that 15-second
0: bite, and they don't even realize it. Well, sometimes for me, my content in particular can take me weeks because it it starts out with like one nurse at one place that confides Mm -hmm. something in me. Well, I'm very Mm -hmm. big on, you know, not putting anything out there that I can't really verify, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I sometimes take weeks reaching out to people, waiting for people to answer to where I can finally feel comfortable. Okay, this this is true. This is accurate. I can now say this. My content is very, very time consuming.
1: I love that. I mean, I don't like that it's time consuming, but I love that you are definitely putting it out there and making sure that you vet the information so that it's not like hearsay. And I think that that helps your credibility. But I will also say, and this is the you know, you and I talked kind of already about this um in Austin, but the coach in me says, You gotta you gotta get your time, you gotta get your time um Oh, sorry. You got to get to your time where you're not spending so much time doing this without having some help. You can still bring the value, but you got to charge your worth.
0: You know, that. Oh, that's so- something I struggle with is getting help. Like Kiana mentioned, I'm, I'm in a very weird position where nurses trust me. You know, I, I've created a safe place where they can confide in me. They know that I'm always going to protect their identity I go to great lengths yeah. to protect identity. And so for me to go out and get an assistant is mm-hmm. really challenging, right? Because A, it has to be a nurse because they have to be able to understand the, the stuff that I'm researching and, and reading through, right? right? And then that means that the people out there need to be able to trust someone else with their private information that potentially could affect their career. So that, that's a challenge for me. It. It's yeah. just me doing this. I don't have anyone helping me. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. Erica, I don't see how you do that.
1: No, I don't know like how we do we it <laughs> you you have to Please, get some help. It. And it could be set up to where they at the before it's actually disseminated to the world, it can go through you. But like you gotta get some people to help you with this because the truth of the matter is, and this is another thing that I always try to tell nurses, is like. When it comes to business, the best thing you can do for your following and all the nurses who you are helping is take care of yourself. Because like we need you to continue to be able to deliver that value, you know, and people don't understand that work, especially when we are coming from a, a place of passion where we are just being led, you know, to be able to serve and help. If we it takes a lot out of us, like people just think, oh, all you're doing is just sitting on the computer or on your phone. Like you're not physically. No, that takes a lot. Sometimes I've thrown so many meetings, I'm just like, okay, I have nothing left because I'm pouring and pouring and giving and giving and looking and and that takes so much. So you we want you to take care of yourself. And if people don't understand that, that's those are the people that's just not in a place where they understand. They either they're in a scarcity mindset and they don't understand abundance and people don't really, truly appreciate free. I've learned that. I, I remember I tried to give everything away, but the minute you charge those people, they appreciate it, you know? And so it's, and everybody else can just go suck on an egg. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like the bottom line is what you're doing is needed and necessary, but we need you to take care of yourself. So that And that means bringing on a team. That means you have to price yourself accordingly. That means you have to take vacations. You have to spend time with your daughter. I know you have your daughter, someone who you, you know, people who you love and that matter the most. That's so important for us. And I think it's often underrated for us because we, we are always just giving, giving, giving. But, like, we have to give back to ourselves, you know? Um, last year, I would say I worked the least um, as far as, like, physical work but I, I really have been able to spend time with my family and I hadn't been able to do that probably my entire life. And it was like, okay, I see now, you know, I'm, I'm able to think about it. And now that's what I push to nurses like, listen, get your time. Like, and then the, the little chunk of time you're working, man, you're like smashing it out because you have all this energy and you, you know, you taking care of yourself and replenished or entered your mind and all that. So, um, I definitely recommend doing that, Erica, um, I know it's going to take some time and process, but progress, but uh,
0: definitely virtual assistants would be a good start. Just a starting point. They can do the research yeah. for you, you know? I need one. I, but I need one that's a nurse so they can understand everything. You know, my stuff is very specific. So that, it's a little challenging.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but you, you can just the, the, let's say you say, give, find me 10 articles that this, that, and this. They can go online and Google. They can't interpret it. And nobody's gonna be you. So you're gonna only you're the only one that could be Erica and read it and Take it for what, based on your experience and you know, all that, but you can get them to pull some articles. What's going on in the nurse community? Pull me 10 articles that's been published in the last week. Um, I want it to be related to this. They can do that. If you give them the instruction, but you're going to have to read the articles, you're going to have to interpret the articles. So there are ways you can get them to tap in, answer my DMs, like look at them, don't respond, but if it's not related to this, like, you just have to give them the specific instructions. That's what I do with my VAs. Because as you see, my content is heavily focused around me. So, like, they can't create a reel. They, they can't talk about leadership, like, I, you know, but they can look at my comments and tell me, hey, there's someone who said this or, you know, whatever. That way I don't have to stay in my DMs all the time and I can actually sit on the couch and maybe watch a movie with my husband. <laughs>
0: So you able to do you struggle bed. with giving your assistants your logins? Because I really struggle with that. That's yeah. like a, that, that's, really that's a new. control thing. Just <laughs> yeah. definitely. But
1: you know, it, in the beginning, I remember I wanted to like everything, but it kind of if you equip your team to support you, and you tell them exactly how you want things to be done. Then you'll be able to slowly but surely kind of relinquish that. And I get it, because it's your voice. That's the way you're getting to everyone. Um, and so at some point though, if it's stopping you from being able to spend time with the people you you gotta give up some of that control. Mm-hmm. I know, I believe me, I know, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't mind. And I honestly, when it comes to my sales team, because sometimes we have previous clients sending me dms they are in there um my outreach team is in there so hey it's a business erica like seriously and it just just because you're focused on value and impacting that doesn't change the business side of it so yes i let it let them have access to it um but anyway they don't oh, have yeah. access through they don't have my password erica they have last pass i use last pass so they don't have my yeah. password so any, at any okay. moment, I can hex them off of my LastPass and they won't be able to get in,
0: just so you know.
1: Is that yeah. like an app? What is
0: that? I've yeah. never heard of
1: that. So La- LastPass is like a pass- password management um, application. It's an app and also you can have it on desktop. And essentially what, you, what I do is I have all of my passwords to everything I have. And so when I bring on a new team member, I just give them access through there. They never see my password. So they have access to it. So okay. they can click on the link. And just get in. The password will automatically be put in and they can get in. So you know how the password is like dot, 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 dot. It looks like that for them. So they have no yeah. idea what the password is. And so that, that is another way <laughs> to kind of give you that added security. Because it's like, what if it's my password for like my bank account? All these different things. But you can set it up that way. And when they ask, just x them out. They, they don't have, have access. It. Yeah. So there are ways. But I just want to... I can't help it. You know, I, I always... <laughs> I'm always trying, to, I see these ways and I'm like, listen, let's, let's, let's get you your time back for sure. And you can do, you can even have more impact. Cause honestly, Erica, have you thought about being like on, like, I, you probably have been already, but like, you know, speaking events and going into nursing schools, like what if we changed it at the source? What yeah. if we did that? So like-
0: I've done some speaking events. I have another mm-hmm. one coming up in October that I'm excited mm-hmm. about. Um, My, my dream job would be to do some sort of a course in nursing school, even if it was just like a one day thing Mm -hmm. devoted to like, how do you protect yourself? Here's what you are likely to run into so that Mm -hmm. they're not shell shocked and they know what to do, you know, and I'm actually working on a digital book. At this point that hopefully will be available later this year uh, that's kind of along those lines, like a guide for mm. new nurses and, and experienced nurses, things that I wish yeah. I had known when I went into the nursing profession. I love that.
1: I love that, Erica. So do you <laughs> see yourself like ever leaving, like and doing this full time? Is that something on the horizon? You know, you
0: ideally, I, I would love to be able to quit. Um, oh, I would love to be able to quit my job and do like a per diem thing, you know, one or two days a month just to stay current. But I'm also like a single mom with two kids in college, and so it's just my income. And you know that income doing this with social media is is variable, right? And so that that's a hard thing for me, knowing that okay, one month I made I made a chunk of change that was nice, and then the next month I did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, how do you get to that point? You know, I'm on, yeah. the, path. I'm on the path. Yeah, you yeah. definitely are. And, and you'll know, cause what at
1: some point it will be that your business, I mean, your job will get in the way with your business of your business. And you'll be like, I'm missing out on money because I'm going to work. And like, it's, yeah, yeah that's, that's, will be the deciding factor. I love that. Okay, Erica. So I would like you to give um, three things that, and this is something we do for our listeners, um, three things that they can do. Because I mean, I consider social media and being an influencer definitely another job. We've already talked about the hours that's involved and the work that we have to do on the back end that people don't even see. Um, And so it takes a different mindset to I know some of my blocks when I first started. One was that, like, what if people don't like me? Another one was like, what if I'm too old for this? Like, these are for the young kids. Like, you know, and I don't know how to work this techie stuff, you know, all of that. So, but I still did it. And I, I just feel like it takes a unique type of person to quiet the noise and still show up. And so I would like for you to give for our listeners three homework assignments in steps that they can do right now that will help them show up and be the best versions of themselves or if they're struggling with like stepping out and um, actually trying to actively pursue entrepreneurship or starting a side business or whatever. So what would be those three things that you would have them do?
0: Yeah, I struggled with the same thing. I'm too old for this. I'm not great with technology. How am I ever going to do this? So believe me, if I can do this, anybody can do this. You know, my first TikTok, my daughter had to do it for me. Like I, I had no idea, you know? Um, but yeah. So I would say first look at people that you want to maybe emulate, you know, and study them a little bit. Um, don't copy them, you know, but get, get some ideas and see what they do that resonates with you, you know? And then you have to be authentic. You have to be yourself because You know, you might have a couple videos that take off, but ultimately, eventually, they're going to see through it if you are not being authentic, you know? And so the best, not the best, but a lot of my videos are like me in the morning. I haven't brushed my teeth. I'm drinking coffee. (laughs) My hair's in a, you know, up in a messy bun. And like, it's just me talking about whatever the topic of the day is, but it's always authentically me. And I think people appreciate that, you know, gone are the days of everything being like picture perfect on Instagram. And, you know, it's just not realistic. Thank God. Thank God for that too. Right. Right. You know, you've got to be authentic. And I think the third thing is you've got to be brave, you know, because Mm -hmm. we will always talk ourselves out of doing something. There's always going to be reasons why we shouldn't and you've got to be brave, you know, and I, I really attribute, it, attribute bravery to being one of my keys to success is I have the courage to say things that the vast majority of nurses and, and nurse leaders just don't, you know, but that's, that's me. I've always been that way. I've always been the one in the boardroom on the unit to stand up and say what everyone else is saying behind closed doors in the break room, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. I love that. We need more people like you seriously, because I, I honestly, I think about it. I was too afraid. I remember I just would, I knew I didn't want to do it. And I was like, I'm never sipping the Kool-Aid. So I retreated, but I think it takes way more courage to be able to stay and say, I'm going to change it from within versus like leaving and then sharing my truth or, you know, so I, I definitely commend you for that. Cause Because I know that that's not an easy, but it's so necessary if we want to see change. So it's bigger than you. So I can definitely appreciate that.
2: Um, Crystal, did you have any follow-up? Sorry. I was going to say, I commend you for being brave, as you said, because I have a nurse manager that I'm close with. And I'm like, you should do these resumes and you're a hiring manager. And she's like, Do you think I can? I'm like, I know you can. So Mm -hmm. just having the bravery to step out there and use your talents for something good. And you're also helping other nurses. So it's a win win situation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank Thank you. you yeah yes. thank you
1: for being willing to, to, to honestly that that's what i admire so much though because i know that takes a, an amount of courage so hey and, and obviously that's what the people need because your followers
0: are like over 200 000, right or
2: 300
0: no i'm almost at half a million on tiktok oh <laughs> my gosh see <laughs> really that is yeah, crazy i love it yeah Oh my gosh.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. So Erica, let's, how can the people find you? Tell us about what social platforms you are. We know TikTok, but other than TikTok and tell us, you know, what
0: your handles are. Do you have YouTube also? I do have a YouTube. Um, I am desperately trying to get to that all important 1000 subscribers. I'm only about a hundred or so away. So please, okay. please subscribe to me yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> that's something okay, I want to mm-hmm. work on more in the Sure. I'm on Instagram, Mm -hmm. the Nurse Erica. I'm on Facebook, Nurse Erica. And I have my website, nurseerica.com.
1: And so what, what, what offerings do we have? What goodies do we
0: have for them? Like, do you do, I know you said you do, you do one-to-one. What do do you do? You know, it's everything. I have nurses that have been reported to the board of nursing and they just want to like talk through it, maybe know what to expect, what they should do. I have nurses that um, you know, they're, they're going to go into an important meeting with management and mm-hmm. they want to know how to prepare. So we talk mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. talking points and what they can expect. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have, you know, I'm, I'm being bullied at work. Um, I have these, these nurses that are, I feel are attacking me and focusing on me and how do I fight that? And then right. you know, there's, how do I get involved with legislation? Like it's, Everything under the sun,
1: wow, okay, that's good. So, all of that will be on your pay on your uh, website
0: where they they can know what all you offer. Okay, Mm -hmm.
1: do you have any other type of like memberships? Do you have any? See, I need to get you over with me, Erica. I'm sorry, you do. I need you to be making way. You have so much to offer, I I can't make it. You have so much to offer. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yes.
0: All right. That's awesome. So, your website and all your yeah. social media is how they can get and to you. I'm hosting a trip coming up with Redonda Bot in September. Oh, yeah. There's still, I think, seven spots left for that.
2: Awesome. So that's
0: Where would amazing. they find that? Uh, all the links are on my pages. All of my social okay. media pages have the link. Um, that's gonna be that's once in a lifetime where Don DeBot and I we're gonna be talking about all things, you know, nursing and healing and moving on and all of that. So if anyone's interested, there's seventh box left. I just that's did my first awesome. trip that I hosted to Italy last month, and that was incredible. incredible oh my gosh. Of nurses, and uh, someone brought their husband. God bless him. He put up with us all week. <laughs> right, getting <laughs> we to know everyone, made some really good friends. It's just an wow. awesome, awesome experience. I
1: loved it. Well, that yes, they definitely should get into that. And she got her license back, right?
0: Redonda, no, I saw I was no, no. She, she's, she's trying, trying. she's yeah. petitioning okay. for the right to have a new hearing with the board. of.
1: Oh, nursing. I love that for her. Good. Okay. That's awesome. You guys, listen, definitely this is something if you're able to, and when is it, what's the date? Just so we can have it on our podcast. Do you have the uh, date for it? September 19th this year. Okay. September 19th. And do you have a destination already?
0: Yeah. It's Costa Rica.
1: Ooh. Okay. Awesome! You guys definitely should get in on this, Erica. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. This has been great. We definitely are going to have to do another part to this. I was telling Crystal that you're yeah. in Vegas, so we'll actually be yeah. there for um, the nurse uh, nurses in business nurse business. Mm-hmm. What is it? Okay. Crystal? when is imagine. that? Are you going to be there? Your conference, the, it nurses is in business, August third uh, through the 5th. National Nurses in Business. Yeah, we'll be there in August. Yeah. Oh, I did not
0: even know that. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, so we'll be there. But I was telling her, like, we definitely, you're not too far from us. So we're going to have to invite each other to our stuff because we're not that far when we have nursing events. So absolutely. absolutely. All right, Erica, thank you so, so much for joining us. You guys know, as always tell a friend don't gatekeep share the podcast we bring some amazing nurses who are doing amazing things and they are really breaking through the status quo and we appreciate that from you erica as well all right you guys until next time take care bye bye thank you so much for listening to today's episode we hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.